everyone, and welcome back to Outtakes. Today, I'm joined by a very special guest, Amity Pei. She's a senior communications director at an organization called Color of Change. Hey, everyone. It's great to be here. Well, thank you again for joining. So this week's episode is particularly exciting to me because we're going to talk about how Out of Home can impact organizations in a, in a partnership we have with Color of Change and really focus on social good and what Out of Home can do to help spread awareness. So a little bit of background is that Outfront and Color of Change recently entered a partnership to focus on social good and educational efforts to drive national and local awareness to Color of Change's issues and campaigns. They are an organization focused on educating people on the most effective ways to take action to bring justice to issues that impact Black people and really doing it in an effective way and understanding what justice is. So they just launched a creative campaign on Outfront Inventory on May 17th, focused on the well-known phrase, actions speak louder than words. And it has a lot more context around the actions and justice and what that really can mean and look like. So, Amity, I think first things first, I know I talked quite a bit just now about how we got here today a little bit in the Outfront and Color of Change meeting, but can you talk a bit more about the organization? Yeah, absolutely. So Color of Change, we're the largest online racial justice organization in the country. We have 7 million members across the country that are taking action to enact racial justice on a whole range of levels, from police accountability and reform to tech justice and democracy work. Color of Change was founded in the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina. It was a moment when I think the whole country realized that no one was afraid of disappointing Black people. And what we wanted to do is use the new digital age to bring people together to actually find the ways that we can be powerful and enact the racial justice we want to see in our communities and in our country and to work together to do all of that. Our organization has been around for 15 years and we've had some big wins and some little wins and we've been doing a whole lot of work across the country. You know, I think that Hurricane Katrina was about 15 years ago, a little bit more than that. And the organization was founded then around this notion of people not being afraid to disappoint Black people. As we look forward to where we stand today, the racial justice movement and the importance of the awareness around the experiences that Black people have in our country is very top of mind. And this week that we're publishing is actually a very important week in that movement around justice and really helping people understand what justice looks like. So for anyone listening, quick context is that the sentencing of Derek Chauvin is coming up at the end of the week on June 25th. There are some motions to revisit the case altogether. Remains to be seen what will happen on June 25th during the trial and sentencing. But when we think about the partnership and the work that Color of Change is doing and what your out-of-home campaign is and trying to get people to understand what taking action should be, it would be nice to hear, now that we know the background of the organization, what types of things you're encouraging people to do and, and how to understand that a sentencing is a step forward in the right direction, but maybe it doesn't represent justice for all and it doesn't represent a completion of the work that needs to be done. 
Yeah, absolutely. You hit you hit it on the head. Timing of our conversation is really important. We've been watching this incident since watching the video of George Floyd's murder last year. And that video spurred the largest protest movement in American history. We see that moment last year, those racial justice uprisings, as creating a moment when Racial justice is a majoritarian issue in our country, really for the first time. We saw millions of people protest. We've seen elected officials demand change and commit to it. And we see a whole lot of people ready to take action. I think a lot of the folks that are listening today, you're probably wondering, like, care about the issue, but what can you do? Color of change, we say that action speaks. That's actually what our ad without front is all about. It says action speaks in big, broad letters. What we mean by that is that we can talk. That's important. We need to understand the issues. So we need to do some educational work and reading and understanding, speaking to one another and storytelling. But at the end of the day, what we want to see is action from any person that's listening. Action means actually going in and finding the ways that you can demand change of people in power. It could be your congressman. It could also be your boss. You know, it's like it can be a whole range of people who hold power and are institutionalizing racism in our country. We always tell people to look for change where you are. You have power in, in many ways. And actually, every person that we've ever spoken to has power in their own right and has the power to enact racial justice in their in their workspaces, in their families, in their communities. We always really encourage folks to start where they are. If you are hiring people, think about ways to embed racial justice into your hiring practices. If you are raising children, right? Think about how you can educate your children so they really understand our country's history. If you're watching the news and seeing that your elected officials aren't doing what you would like them to, there's so many ways to hold them accountable and you can work with Color of Change, identify some of those ways as well. This week, sentencing of Derek Chauvin is really important. We, we really understand this as an accountability measure. Trial isn't about justice. The Floyd family will never get their son back. All of the Americans who had to watch that video and that police brutality, we will, we will never not see that. And so a trial doesn't give us justice, but it gives us accountability, which is really important. We need to make sure that in our country, police who kill Black people are held accountable for that murder. Our legal system enables accountability is really important. So, you know, we'll we'll see what happens later this week, but accountability is still just the first step. We want to see justice. And that means actually changing the systems that enable police to over-police Black communities in the first place. It means changing the systems that allow police to kill us and changing the funding that allows police to have such outsized budgets that they're working on things like responding to mental health issues that they have no expertise to respond to. So that's what we mean by justice. It'll feel good to have some accountability this week, but the work will still have to continue for sure. I think along the lines of changing the systems and your commentary on the many systems that I think exist in people's personal lives and in their everyday life that need to experience change. I know a lot of the work you guys are doing is also with entertainment companies and with corporations. So if police brutality is part of people's personal lives, what are the things that people can do professionally to enact change or understand or how to encourage it within their companies if they're not starting to see what's happening? 
the first and easiest is to invest in black talent and careers. And that means more than just hiring black interns. Very often we see black folks are brought in in the low paid or unpaid levels of work, and then they're not given opportunity to raise up or get full-time jobs or become leadership at a company. So when we say invest in Black talent and careers, it not only means hire Black people, but it means find the ways to do the work to find really talented people of color to hire into leadership positions. You don't just want people of color in your low-level positions. There's actually lots of data that shows that a diverse leadership team actually results in a more successful company. Investing in the talent that you have is really important and making sure that your company is is a place that is actually not only hires people of color and Black Black folks, but also is a place that is inviting and inclusive enough for people to feel comfortable to stay. You can also invest in Black communities. You have a brick and mortar business that is in a community of color. You want to make sure you actually get to know your neighbors, build a community with folks, invest in the in the people around you. This can go also if you're living in a community of color or near a community of color. There are lots of ways to invest in communities, to get to know people, to build real relationships that that aren't a one off. And then, you know, beyond that, you'd be surprised. We do a lot of work in Hollywood. We're consulting in writers' rooms and we're helping people figure out what movies to tell, what stories to tell in movies and TV. And all of those spaces actually do have police. So as there's this big movement saying that we need police reform and accountability, you should look for the places in your in your work life that include police as well and really you know, like challenge yourself to understand as like, are those police actually keeping everyone safe or are they serving a different purpose? And very often we see that police are brought in to keep white people safe from communities of color around them, especially in work settings. And so that is not a desired effect. And, you, should, you know, if that's the case, you should think through reassessing some of your relationships. The other way that people can de- develop racial justice within their work lives is where you spend your money is important. Companies should think about investing money and time in projects that lift up racial justice concerns. So Outfront does this ad partnership with Color of Change that's investing money and time into a racial justice movement, even if you're not the leader in that. So as you talk about your connection to corporations, you know, one of the things that I thought was very interesting when we started talking when I, when I was learning about color change through the eyes of Outfront was how the partnership came to be. So for people who have listened to it before, we run a creative contest every year and the winning submission is able to choose an, orga- an organization of their choosing for Outfront to donate some inventory and be able to share their message across the country. As it happened, organizationally, as we moved toward our own efforts of, of social good, we had reached out to Color of Change and simultaneously last year's winner of the Outframe Contest selected Color of Change to give the extra inventory and time to to allow them to have their messaging publicly displayed, which I thought was very serendipitous. It is so indicative of the time and the level of awareness and attention that the Color of Change and the racial justice movement has and is getting it which is incredibly important and shows the alignment that people really have to support it but I mean from your perspective what did you think about the work Outfront wanted to do internally that was presented to a color of change as organizational change and then 
what it was like really learning about our business by seeing it live. To begin with, it was a great honor to to be selected by your by your winner, right? It's like we we work so hard to make sure that our work is in the public eye, is making a difference. And so to be sort of recognized, just an honor, thank you to them. And then once we got into the work, it's just really exciting. You, Outfront has such access just around the country. For my team at the beginning, it was like a little overwhelming. We're like, oh, we can be wherever we want. And we challenge people in a host of ways. Color of Change is a digital first organization. So we're used to meeting people on social media and in with petitions. And this was really an opportunity for us to do something IRL in real life is like put up a billboard in people's communities that drive them to action. And, and, and that's just really exciting for us. More and more beginning to to work uh, on the ground and do community organizing. And so the ads that we put up are actually in communities where we have lots of members, where we are trying to build a base to change those communities for the better. So we've seen this huge outpouring of response to the ads, people going to the website and taking action. And even this is even more exciting. We've seen a whole bunch of people see our ads up and actually go and create their own petitions. I want to work on racial justice in my own community and in my own ways. And that's been just really exciting to see. What does that kind of messaging look like? What does this latest campaign visually tell, tell people to do? Like, what, what are the actions that are being encouraged? And how did you guys think about taking your messaging, a smaller space in physical size in terms right. of social media, obviously not in scale and digital media and really set it up in a way that's less of a one-to-one and designed to reach the masses and have virality in its own way. Our ads without front, they are a big picture of a various people. There's actually a couple different people in, uh, in different ads. They've got tape over their mouth and the ad says action speaks. What we're challenging people to do is to, to not talk as much, wonder what to do, but actually just go take some action. There's so many things that you can do. Getting out of the one-to-one on social media, that's like, we say we say something and an individual sees it and responds versus like a big billboard that a whole community is seeing is really interesting and all fairly similar. Our demands are pretty straightforward. We want justice for people who have been killed by police. We want the Justice Department to protect people's voting rights. We want uh, the elimination of student debt, and we want Facebook to protect people of color on its platform. Those are all demands, pretty general. Anyone can get involved in those if it's an issue they care about. But on the local level, like if you have an ad up in your community, and when you get when you click on untiljusticeisreal.com, you see oh, you can actually start your own petition. That's been the most interesting and exciting piece. People in these in the communities where the ads are up are starting campaigns to make racial justice real physically where the ads are. It's just a different type of experience, I think, to realize that you can, you can make change on your own. I think it's amazing and continues to amaze me as someone who works in the out-of-home industry, how much the messaging on social media on out of home can really drive action in a way that I think no other media really can. And without it being too much of a shameless plug for the business, I, it's really refreshing to see that it's driving action far beyond just 
standard consumerism and it's for positive change and it's something that people are connecting to and are being presented with a call to action in a way that and a phrase that everybody really knows the notion of action speaks louder than words is not new to any of us and it's a challenge and to see it in your community i think that would naturally trigger a thought and an emotion in people that that's right action does speak louder than words we all know it we've all grown up with the phrase but what does that mean in your community because you're being called out and you're being called to take that action and i think having a living breathing message sort of in people's homes and in their daily lives is really a big moment to trigger some of those types of communications and change so what's next for the color of change and outfront partnership what what are you working on yeah well so we've put out this big single national ad um, and now we're getting ready to really hone in on some of these local issues. Issues will pop up all over the country. This podcast will come out right after Juneteenth, the first time that Juneteenth is a national holiday in the in the United States. As part of Juneteenth, communities across the country are calling for reparations. We expect to do some reparations work without front to, to really allow communities to see that, that that can be something that's real and tangible for their community they've been impacted. One example, we're really going to hone in on what impacts a local community and, and invite people in that community to participate in change much more specifically. So Action Speaks is big, broad call to action. We're calling people into a movement. Our new ads will be calling people into specific actions and specific change that they can, that they can participate in. I think it's very exciting to see what is what's to come with the organization and with the partnership and how you're able to tier the messaging. It's like an introduction to color of change and the notion of taking action and you'll be able to get more specific about things that actually matter in specific communities. Since we know as Outfront and as a company that no two areas are the same, it also means that no two specific issues about the way black people are experiencing racism in their specific community may be the same close, but might be slightly different nuances to the experiences people are having and the change that needs to be enacted. So with that in mind and knowing that this conversation is a little bit longer than our normal episodes, but well worth the extra time, if if you haven't seen the campaign and you haven't quite gotten the sense of actions speak louder than words, what would be a key takeaway to getting started and understanding how to take action after listening today? Yeah, I think I think if you are someone that's listening to this and you care about racial justice in our country, I would say join the movement. We want to win real racial justice. It's going to take all of us to do that. And so join Color of Change and take action on petitions that our members have started. You can also start your own petitions and and gather people around your issues. There are lots of other amazing, really, really just incredible racial justice organizations across the country that are leading this fight. And so really encourage you to do some research, look them up online, follow some of the hashtags and and start to participate as much as you can. Every little action counts. Every little action is going to get us closer to a country that is actually racially just and fair and free for everyone. Emily, thank you so much for taking the time to have this conversation and to bring a new 
way to take action and new type of conversation to to the listeners of this podcast and to a way to think about out of home and a partnership that goes beyond the consumer facing um, communications that we very often think about specifically when it comes to advertising, but how advertising can be used for social good in very big ways. For everyone listening, as always, thank you as well. And if you want to learn more about Color of Change, please visit colorofchange.org. You'll be able to see any new petitions and ways to get involved and take action on their site. So thank you again. And until next time, over and out. 